3: of the world and especially the United States. It's the heart that says, I will not
1: acquiesce. Across the gulf of space, intellects vast and cool and unsympathetic regarded our planet with envious eyes.
3: Perception is the key and the heart is the solution. Heart perception will change everything. I'm your host Ryan Gable and you're listening to The Secret Teachings on The Fringe FM. If you'd like to contact The Secret Teachings you can do so by emailing rdgable at yahoo.com Find us on social media at facebook.com forward slash the secret Teachings, and find us online by searching www.thesecretteachings.com Info, Our website where you can subscribe to our growing show archive, our montage archive, top news stories, and more. It's all at www.thesecretteachings.info. And you can also visit the Fringe FM, the network website, or Fringe FM, same website, the Fringe or just Fringe, .fm. You can download the Fringe FM application to your phone and listen to the Fringe FM seven days a week. 24 hours a day. You can listen to The Secret Teachings 24 hours a day, seven days a week if you're so inclined. Subscribe to our archive on the website or check out fringe.fm for more information about the list of all of the shows here on The Fringe FM. I'm pretty proud of myself. I had a weekend that was not riddled with news coverage. Uh, For the first time in a long time, I stayed away from... Searching on the internet from looking at anything from Yahoo to InfoWars to whatever the top stories are on MSN or whatever the news site might be, I just kind of bounce around. You know, I usually use Yahoo, something simple, and then I just kind of dig up whatever the top stories are because most of the top news stories, whatever those stories might be, they're the top news stories everywhere. That's where the algorithms direct our attention. It's the virtual world that we log into and we access this information and it becomes our reality in these artificially framed narratives through the black mirror that prevents us from seeing the true world. These computers and cell phones and all of this, as we talked about on Friday on our show Black Mirror Mirror on the Wall, which is available on our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash the secret teachings it's free. Even if you're not a subscriber, I posted it because it was such a good show. These black mirrors mirror a false reality. They invert reality. We log online, we look at the news stories, and that's what becomes our reality. And I just had to take a break from it. I was actually, I was talking with Hope on Thursday last week, and she said, have you ever just like, taken a day and not looked at the news and I thought I mean I have but I think it's been close to maybe a solid half a decade like it's been a solid five years since I just not looked at anything online for a day even on the weekend I have no radio and if I'm not on another show and I'm not preparing a show for the coming week uh, I'm usually just you know I'm still kind of glancing at news. And I'm also reading the dozens and dozens of emails that come in a day from listeners like you. And whether it's a news article or a commentary that you make, it can get pretty overwhelming. So I took the weekend off mentally, or at least I tried to. And the only thing I looked at was Saturday. I pulled up two news stories while I was at work. I was working uh, my part-time job and I was in the back and I was putting together these little packets of uh, paper for for shareholders at this business. And as I was looking at those, I thought, let me pop my computer open and let me uh, send a couple of emails out. So I sent a couple of emails and my main homepage is Yahoo. That was just the default setting. And so Yahoo popped up and I didn't intend to do it, but I, I just kind of it, pull, it comes up, and I looked over, and I saw this headline about insurgency. And it said, Attack on Capitol was the beginning of an American insurgency, counterterrorism experts warn. And underneath of that, I saw another story that said, States declare emergencies close capitals ahead of rallies. So these articles were from the 15th and 16th of January, just over the weekend. I printed them out, and I just disconnected from news altogether. I did not want to look at the news, and I did not look at the news. I just did not pay attention to what was going on. And I did it deliberately because I know this Wednesday is the inauguration. and I just wanted to have a, have a, have a clean, fresh mind to start this week. And I was thinking last night what we could do a show on. For this week because I'd like to stay away from subjects that are political and topical for a couple of days because of the inauguration here in the United States but I was I was laying down next to Hope and we were talking and sometimes you just remember a story you know somebody very well and you just remember a story that you think they'd find interesting or funny and you realize you have never told this person that story so I asked her, I said, have I ever told you that time I went to um, a bank in Boise, Idaho, and I tried to cash a check and they wouldn't let me cash it? And she said, no, I don't think so. Like, that didn't sound very interesting. I said, yeah, but I don't think I told you this story why they told me they couldn't cash the check. And I've always got these stories. So she's used to it by now. But <laughs> she said, no, what's the story? You didn't tell me that. I said, well, I go into this bank, and I was working another part-time job when I lived in Boise. The supplement for radio. And this was before we did five nights a week. And I go into this bank and it was the bank that the check was issued from from this business. It was a relatively small business. And I asked them if they could cash it, which they've done, you know, dozens of times up to that point. And they told me, no, we can't cash this check because you don't have two forms of identification. And I said, okay, but I've cashed this check with one form of identification over and over again, and now suddenly you need two forms of identification. And they told me, well, that's just the policy. And I said, well, you've had many people here who have violated your policy, and they've cashed the check without two forms of ID, which makes me think that you can do it, you're just refusing to for whatever the reason might be, policy or otherwise. So I I continue to, to, I guess, not argue, but discuss this with the bankers. And they bring out the manager. And I said, okay, can I see the policy? And they said, well, we don't have the policy. And I said, well, you're quoting a policy that says you can't cash this check. Can you show me where it's written in your, you know, your company bylaws or policy? What, just something, show me something, you know? So they said, um, okay. So then they look, they look it up and the guy says, okay, we found the policy. He said he found the policy, right? I said, can I see the policy? He said, no. I said, okay, can I get a copy of it? He said, we're all out of copies right now. I said, okay, can you print a copy? Um, we don't have any you know, ability to print that right now for you as a customer. I said, can I see the computer screen? Oh, no, sir, you cannot look at a banking computer screen. And it just got really weird. And I said, well, okay, well, can you just like, read it to me verbatim? Quote, quote me the policy. And then he said, no, it's a, he said this. He said, it's a secret policy. I said, okay, so it's a secret policy, but you're enacting the policy publicly to me as a customer, I guess you could call me. And you normally have papers to show people, but you're out of those papers, which would make it a very public policy. And since you're out of those papers, you can't show me your computer screen, so it's a secret policy. Yeah, that's, that's right. It's a secret policy. Now, obviously, they were on a power trip or some kind of authoritarian bug had bit their butt, but what it made me think of when I was telling that story to Hope was our asking to believe in secrets and codes. Our asking to believe in mysterious plans and mysterious suggestions that don't necessarily make any sense. The things that We're being asked, but not forced, to believe in that borderline on dangerous cult ideologies and they're not necessarily dangerous, but borderline dangerous, religious-like theological dogmas. And these are present whether you are an eater of meat, there's a dogma. Or you are strictly opposed to eating meat, there's a dogma. Some people, though, just don't like meat. Some people just like plants. I'm one of those people. I'm not pro or anti anything, though I prefer not to eat slaughtered animals that are have their brains beaten out at a factory farm. Liberals or conservatives, those are two cult ideologies, and people that are very famous, maybe they're famous vegans or famous meat eaters or they're famous Republicans or famous Democrats, they're surrounded by this like cult of personality, this air around them and about them. And I think it all really boils down to the human experience and our ego. I think that's really what it is. You know, you have cults like Nixium, right? In New York, here in upstate New York, and Keith Ranieri going to jail for running that cult, but the other person who ran it with him was Allison Mack, a very arguably plain-looking, uninterested woman who was procuring more women for the cult and also branding those women with her initials, meaning that she wasn't just this lapdog of Keith Raniere. She was the right-hand woman of Keith Raniere. Her initials, A-M, were tattooed alongside of K-R, Keith Raniere, on women's bodies. The initials were mixed up in the same uh, piece of uh, metal, the same um, branding iron. And you have other cults, you know, like uh, the famous cults. You have the cult of John of God, that's kind of famous, or... Maybe you have the Rajneesh cult. That's really famous up in the Pacific Northwest, uh, the Bhagwan, Osho. And they, you know, they, one of the first cases of biological warfare domestically in the United States, they poisoned a salad bar to try to make people sick so they couldn't go out and vote. And they could get their representatives in government so that they could take control of land and things like that in the area. And then, of course, you had Heaven's Gate. That was an interesting one, right? Heaven's Gate, the Heaven's Gate cult, and you have other cults like Jim Jones and drinking Kool-Aid. and I mean, th- those are the things we think about when we think of cults, right? And those cults ask their followers to believe in certain things, certain doctrines or certain mysterious or secret things that give them some kind of power or some kind of importance. And And cults, of course, just like predators, just like thieves or rapists or homicidal individuals, they prey on the weak. They prey on people that can't defend themselves as well. And sometimes it's not physical. In fact, today, it's mostly the predators online that are praying for people based on what they post on social media, what websites they go to, what chat rooms, and what kind of forums they hang out on. And that's where the predators are. Uh, there's a TV show on CBS. Uh, it's, In my opinion, it's not particularly a good TV show, but there's something kind of like calming for me and endearing about it. It's called Evil. And there's a character in that television show, and he just basically plays the representation of Evil, and he finds people online on social media sites and forums And tries to convince them, as well as he does finding people physically in the real world, to convince them to do things that are bad, convince them to carry out mass shootings, or convince them to commit murder, uh, drive people to suicide. Uh, Essentially, he is a a representative of Satan, he is a representative of the devil, hence the name of the show, Evil, uh, which deals with demonic possession and things of that nature. But when you get into these cults and these cult ideas, it's usually a group and a group leader. And and they want you to believe. They're asking you to believe something. They're, They're offering you something. They're offering you family and comfort and security. And then they're asking you to believe something in return. And usually it's done, the belief part, through finding a belief that you already have and then replacing parts of that belief with the belief in the cult. And this is exactly what we've seen done with movements like QAnon. Now, I know that some of you are QAnon followers or QAnon supporters or whatever it is that you may call QAnon. And my intention is not to criticize you or to berate you any more than my intention is to praise you and to support you for all the wonderful things that you and Q have done together. No, 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 no. My intention is to analyze what many people call a right-wing conspiracy in the same capacity that I analyze what I would refer to as left-wing conspiracies. And this one is very interesting because I believe QAnon, and I've said it from the beginning I've done several shows on QAnon over the years. I never believed anything about QAnon. I always believed that QAnon was a bot, was artificial intelligence. Later on, I learned about self-organizing collective intelligence, a form of AI. And I believe that Q is a soci system. It is an AI system. It is a bot. I believe Q has many branches of people who identify themselves as Q and they run their own forum of uh, Q, drop dissemination. They disseminate this this uh, secretive information. They just want you to believe, have faith. And over the years, we've seen QAnon turn into this, this hive mind. In fact, their whole image of where we go one, we go all is essentially the definition not only of a cult, it's the definition of a hive mind. Where we go one, we go all. Where we go all, we go one. Really, it's where we go all, we go one. Where we go one, we go fall. Because QAnon is falling apart. But that won't stop Q supporters from finding new ways to support Q after the inauguration of President Joe Biden, soon-to-be President Joe Biden, on Wednesday. Now, personally, I don't think Joe Biden won the election. I have a very hard time believing that. I don't support QAnon. I don't believe QAnon, whatever it is, whatever they are. I don't like Joe Biden. I don't trust Joe Biden. I feel he's compromised by foreign governments. I don't particularly like Donald Trump. And see, this makes it really difficult for people to put someone like myself or someone like you if you feel the same way into a category well, you don't like Q, so you must be opposed to Donald Trump. Well, I think you need to separate the two. I don't think Trump and Q have anything to do with each other. I don't think Q had anything to do with an outgrowth of anti-swamp, anti-deep state, pro-American, pro-Trump sentiment. On the contrary, I think Q was the opposition to it. I think the predictions that Q made and all the inside information was only made credible by false associations with easily provable data. In essence, a fallacy. And of course, what any cult needs, hope. You know, the idea that I want to believe. It doesn't matter if all the evidence suggests something contrary to reality. It doesn't matter if predictions don't come true. What matters is a few things are provable, within the minutiae of all the things associated with Q. And the mass arrests, did you think those mass arrests were going to be of people like Joe Biden and Bill Gates? Did you think they were going to be mass arrests of people like Xi Jinping or people like AOC? Or maybe you thought Klaus Schwab was going to jail. Well, on the contrary, you're going to jail. The mass arrests are not about arresting pedophiles and perverts or potbelly pedophile perverts. The mass arrests are about arresting people who are associated with QAnon. And the idea of following the plan, we've heard that for years, following the plan. We heard it last week, we heard it over the weekend, if those of you who... Paid attention to the news, uh, listened closely enough. I mean, I didn't watch the news, but I imagine that's what QAnon supporters were saying. I heard it Friday night, I assumed it went into the weekend, that trust the plan. Trump will still be president this week. Follow the plan, which is really just a 21st century form of flower power. It's a psychological form of brainwashing, torture, and warfare meant to passively deactivate your interest in things like, well, back in the 60s and 70s, it was war. Today, it's standing up for representative government, standing up for the rights and the liberties of all people and the preservation of the republic in the face of a global technocratic takeover of the entire planet. And that might be too conspiratorial for some. And how can you not believe in Q if you actually think that, Ryan? Well, QAnon's a, Form of flower power is what it is. And it's really like the Hundred Flowers campaign. And that's what the Chinese did, at least the Hundred Flowers campaign. They asked those who were opposed to the Communist Party to step forward and voice their concern, or even those that were pro communists to step forward and voice their concern. And Mao Zedong would take that into consideration. And people were reluctant. But Mao said, No, no, please come forward. Tell us what you think about the Great Leap Forward. You know, that thing back in the 40s and 50s that was essentially a microcosm of the great reset, the great leap forward, right? Or build back better, the socialist slogan of Joe Biden that really is the three banners campaign, like his logo and Kamala Harris's logo, the three banners. And they want to build back this better society. And and, and so what was it? The Hunter Flowers campaign, they got people to open their mouths and speak up and say, hey, I don't like what you're doing. And then what happened? Well, they died. Oops. The Communist Party came after and killed them. And then, of course, you had this movement in the 1920s, 1921, called Operation Trust. It was a counterintelligence operation of the state political directorate of the Soviet Union. It was anti-communist. And then again, you know, just like in China, much, much later on in the 40s and 50s, they used it to round people up. That's what Q is being used for. Follow the plan. Put the handcuffs on. It's all part of the plan. The mass arrests are coming. And they are. But they're coming of Q supporters. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. There's more after this. Don't go anywhere right here on The Fringe FM. This is KTLK
4: Digital Broadcasting. The Fringe FM.
3: For all of you who supported The Secret Teachings in 2020, I want to sincerely say thank you. And to begin 2021, here in the month of Janus, the year of the Ox, and the year of Revelations, you can still subscribe to our entire show archive while getting access to the montages and all of my digital books, the old and new. You'll also get a free physical copy of one of my books shipped in the United States for free, autographed if you'd like. Just visit www.thesecretteachings.info and click on the Donate Subscribe option at the top of the page. You get the archive, montages, digital books, and a physical book or only $40. You can also use this deal to renew your subscription for another year. Use the website or our PayPal email, rdgable at yahoo.com. You can also use this email if you have any questions or to reach out to us for any reason. Your support helps guide the show, the network, and yourself. And we look forward to another year of The Secret Teachings right here on The Fringe FM.
2: the Fringe FM.
7: This is the Secret Teachings. If you'd like to contact the show, email Ryan at rdgable at yahoo.com or find him on Facebook at Facebook.com slash the Secret Teachings.
1: This is Kev Baker of the Kev Baker Show. You can find me at Truth Frequency Radio or on my home website, www.kevbakershow.com. And you're listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable.
0: The truth is out there, and so are we.
4: KTLK, digital broadcasting, The Fringe FM.
1: Hello, folks. This is Jordan Maxwell. My website is jordanmaxwellshow.com, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings excellent shows keep listening with your host ryan gable
3: broadcasting somewhere between that which is above and that which is below it's ktlk digital broadcasting the fringe fm
1: this is david ike and you are listening to the secret teachings with ryan gable it's time you got acquainted with the
4: real hard truth Freedom
3: is the privilege to be right. On The Secret Teachings, we use history and anthropology, magic and esotericism, and even a little bit of nutrition and comedy mixed with some great guests to examine our world and beyond. For 10 years, we've used occultism and symbols to bring you a unique and objective look at the past, present, and future. Join us by tuning in Monday through Friday to The Secret Teachings with myself, Ryan Gable, exclusively new right here on The Fringe FM, (laughs) www.thesecretteachings.info.
1: Welcome to Midnight Q. Tonight we're going to enjoy the smooth jazz of the niggas. As the fog
5: of mayhem dissipates, the full picture of the terror of the crisis that took place in the nation's capital on Wednesday is coming to focus.
0: We are fighting for good. We are at war. Today's letter of day is... Ha ah, Q! That right? Yeah, and start words like
4: QAnon. I don't know much about the movement other than I understand they like me very much.
0: What does the number 17 mean? Q. That just means Q. It's the the 17th letter of the alphabet. Well, it's a lot more simple than I thought it would be. The war is already happening now, the mass arrests.
2: I know nothing about QAnon. I do know they are very much against uh, pedophilia.
6: Have
2: you felt it? were in full force
6: In the last few months, a bizarre conspiracy theory has taken root firmly on the fringes of the American left. Where we go one, we go wrong. Where we go one, we go These people are taking an oath to QAnon. A mishmash of conspiracy theories, which holds
0: Donald Trump as a savior of the world. I understand they like me very much. Have faith. We are in control. Patriots, Patriots Day. Have faith. You were chosen for a reason. You are being provided the highest level of intel to ever be dropped publicly in the history of the world. Use it. Where we go one, we go all.
7: A ladder.
4: really important to understand about the Q movement. It is not just local to the United States. It is all over the globe because what it deals with is corruption at the highest levels of government. We
0: affirm our protection. We affirm our trust in a goodness that supersedes flesh, that is not ruled by powers and principalities, but by the grand true vision of unity and oneness. From where we go one, we go all. And so it is.
5: Of the terror, the crisis that took place in the nation's capital is coming to focus. Much of what we saw, silly costumes, people taking selfies, and grabbing the speaker's lectern. Today's
0: letter of day is, ha Q, yeah, and start words like QAnon. We are fighting for good. We are Anonymous. Welcome to Midnight Q. We affirm our trust in a goodness that supersedes flesh. Q. From where we go one, we go all, and so it is. We are Q. We are Legion,
3: united as one. Divided by zero. Divided by zero. Expect us. Divided by Q.
0: And so it is.
3: Divided by Q. I'm Ryan Gable, and this is The Secret Teachings on the Fringe FM. You thought that QAnon was here to give you secret information to make you warriors of truth against an evil, pedophilic deep state run by the Lord and Master Savior, Jesus Christ, Donald Trump. But it turns out, QAnon was perhaps one of the most well-organized intelligence psyops, counterintelligence operations ever run. Whether you compare it to Operation Trust or the Hundred Flowers campaign of Communist China, it is a 1960s, 1970s flower power-style psychological warfare operation meant to acquiesce you into a form of passive resistance where you can be keyboard warriors and wear t-shirts and hold up signs and feel that your vote for Donald Trump was a vote against the swamp and against the deep state. It was pro-American and pro-everything that the republic stands for. Problem is, QAnon was the opposite of all that. QAnon was meant to divert your energy. It was meant to drain your energy. It was meant to confuse you. And it was meant to recruit you to the very side, if there are sides, speaking in polar terms, that you thought you were fighting against. I'm not saying Donald Trump wasn't pro-America or nationalist. He certainly was. But to believe that QAnon was somehow part of that whatever Donald Trump represented or represents and will represent historically, it was muddied by QAnon. QAnon was the opposition to Donald Trump, not the support of Donald Trump. Not the support of America, but the opposition to America. Not the support of a more free society, but the support of a less free society. Predictions and inside information, that's all Q gave you with these cryptic posts. You have the knowledge, but the deep state, the cabal, the swamp, they don't know that you know it, but you have it. The Q shaman had it when he get, went into the capital with his horns and his tattoos. Personally, I listened to the guy speak. I didn't think he was really insane. I just thought he was a little bit delusional. I thought he was following a white rabbit into a black hole but I didn't think the guy was necessarily crazy. He sounded like most of the other Q supporters, people that for the most part are in their right mind and they want to believe. They are hoping for change. Don't you remember that this was the entire campaign slogan for the Obama administration? Hope and change. And of course... Supporting those who feel as if they've been run down and they've been torn down by previous political uh, representatives and presidential administrations and they've been run down by one group or another. And then they're supported by this man who gives them hope and gives them some perception of arbitrary, rudimentary, rigid, narrow change, whatever that means. And that's what Q promised. But you know it. And those that you're going to change, they didn't have any clue. All these predictions and this inside information was made possible by these false associations with easily provable data. It was made possible by fallacies, by hope and change, by that famous X-Files quote, I want to believe playing on people's desire to find the truth out there somewhere, but to bring them into the swamp, to bring them back into the deep state or whatever it is that you would like to refer to it as. And all those mass arrests that we've been told are coming for a decade or more, turns out there are mass arrests, and it's really irrelevant, but it's probably somewhat impossible to determine if the mass arrests were simply a theory that spiraled out of control because it gave people hope, or if it was an integral part of this psychological warfare operation from the very beginning, knowing that by the end of this thing, when it reached its apex, when it reached its summit, when it reached its most powerful, its most public, that the people that would be arrested were not the pot-bellied pedophiles, but in fact were the Q supporters themselves. It doesn't mean that many of the things that Q, whatever it is, was and remains, weren't accurate, weren't true. Sure, there's child and human trafficking. Sure, there are secret space programs. Define secret, define space, define program. It's a little more complicated than that. Former NASA astronauts have written about secret space programs, but don't confuse secret space programs of secretive military and aerospace technological developments and rockets and things like that with fleets of intergalactic starships from Star Wars with, you know, aliens from all over the galaxy on them. Don't confuse the two because one is science fiction and fantasy at the moment, and the other one is reality. And the average person is oblivious to both and those that are involved in QAnon think that there's one extreme that is happening we just can't see it all of it is happening we can't see it Trump will still be president in about 48 hours 24 hours well 36 hours probably at this point somewhere around that time frame what is it in noon on Wednesday just follow the plan just trust the plan so passively accept what's happening stay inside your homes and lock down because if you stay inside your home and lock down, the White Hats are coming to arrest all the bad people. And then you have to stay in your home longer and longer and longer because the White Hats are coming to get the the bad people. They're coming to arrest the, the corrupt. They're coming to arrest all those people that have broken the law, all those people that have abused kids, all those people... That have gone to Comet Ping Pong Bing Bong Pizza or whatever the hell it is, right? They're coming to arrest those people. And then you have people like David Wilcock, that clown, that fraud, who not only said that the Chinese have a nuclear weapon that shrinks cities, he actually said that, but that there were mass arrests. However, the people that arrested these other people in mass, it's all very vague had to let them go because they had blackmail on the people that arrested them. So what's the point in mass arrests if they have to let them go because they have blackmail? Follow the plan is a 21st century form of flower power. I think it's what it really is. It gets you to passively resist to sit down and not stand up or to stand up and not sit down in the right context of a sit-in or standing up for what is right, let's argue, even though that can be very subjective. Flower power, passive resistance. Don't protest the war. Don't protest corruption. Be a part of the corruption or be a part of the solution to the corruption by fighting it online, by fighting it with symbols and sigils and in that way, QAnon has become powerful like Black Lives Matter. QAnon, for all intents and purposes, is the right-wing magical branch, like the Hogwarts of the right. It is a magical school of the right, like Black Lives Matter, BLM, is of the left. See, and BLM, they literally summon spirits, to do their bidding and they pour out libations to these spirits and they hope in their own words, they hope the blood of those who have been slaughtered in this context by police because they were black, not because they were on drugs and resisting arrest, but that those that were slaughtered by police because they're black, that that blood attracts the spirits. Now, I don't have any issue with contacting spirits and communicating on a Ouija board or Talking to your ancestors. But if you're trying to invoke spirits. By using blood of those who have been sacrificed. That's not white magic. That's black magic. That's why I call it black magic matters. Because that's what BLM is. And BLM is a sigil. And like a vampire it sucks your energy. It also sucks your money. Hundreds of millions of dollars. Dumped into Black Lives Matter. That money of course going. Through an organization called Act Blue, which has dumped close to $200 million into the pockets of Joe Biden. That's official, but they won't tell you that. You can look on their website to find the reference points to that through their donation page. Oh, and they also want to destroy the family, and they want to destroy men, and they want to live in communes, and they want to call each other comrade. That's all on their website, but don't take my word for it. That's the left attending Hogwarts with their magical spells. They don't even know they're casting these magical spells. And I think on the right, it's even less obvious that that's what it is, because on the right, they tend to be more Christian, and they don't believe in things like that. Oh, but on the contrary, they do believe in things like that. You do believe in things. You do believe in magic. You do believe in those unseen powers, don't you? How can so many Q supporters and Q followers not believe or have such an issue with esoterica? and occultism, and magic, and the paranormal. These are God-fearing Christians. But they believe in a mysterious power that's giving them secret information and making them internet warriors to fight a group of pedophiles who might also be extraterrestrials. I don't know. It doesn't sound like Christianity to me. It doesn't sound like conservatism to me. It sounds like some kind of Scientology to me mixed with some Jim Jones-like cult. I'm waiting for Q to tell people to drink the q lade I don't know what's going to happen, but all I see are two extremist ideologies manifesting in many different ways and people fighting amongst themselves over the simplest thing between paper and plastic, all the way up to the top over who's going to be president this week and this year. Because neither side can agree, not on election Feasibility and credibility, not on what political issues are right or wrong, or what decision is right or wrong. They can't agree on what reality is. Because at some point, when you stop acting in an ethical or a moral way, things become fair game. Everything becomes fair game. If you tell yourself, maybe you've been sober for a long time, You used to have a really bad alcohol problem, and so you stop drinking, and then you think, well, maybe I could just have a drink on occasion. And you know, subconsciously, no, that's not a good idea. I'll get addicted again. I won't be able to stop again, or it'll be more difficult this time. It'll drive me to my grave. But your conscious says, no, I think I can control this. So you have a little sip. You have another sip, and then it just keeps going, and it escalates, and it spirals out of control. See, when you're really in control of your own domain, when you're really in control of your mind, really in control of your consciousness and your subconscious, as being aware of both, you don't support ideological collectives. And although a lot of people feel that ideological collectives are predominantly on the left, we only hear more about them on the left because the left screams louder and curses more than the right. On the right, there are many, many collective hive mind-like ideologies. QAnon is probably the most famous, because what is the overall theme of QAnon? Where we go one, we go all. Well, where we go one, we go all. Where we go all, we go one. That sounds like a hive mind to me. A hive mind operating predominantly from both the recesses and from the open communities on the internet, both on forums and chat rooms and social media. That's where QAnon is. That's where the hive mind is. When you upload your information to Facebook and you upload your information to Twitter and Parler and all the other websites, whether they're patriot websites or not, what happens? They gather all that information. It doesn't matter how patriotic the website or the app is. It doesn't matter if it's Parler or Gab or any of these other so-called alternative social media sites. They're gobbling up your data in the same way. And if those particular apps are, wherever you downloaded them from are, your phone is. Your computer is. When it comes to things like advertising, we're undoubtedly interacting with various forms of AI or bots every single day. We're interacting with computer algorithms designed to determine our likes and dislikes. And that's just for advertising to sell you chips or a watch or perfume or some new type of mask that they've made. Right? You see mask ads now. And these profiles can be constructed from bank and credit card transactions, GPS services in cars and phones, downloads of applications, text messages, auditory and visual recordings from your dumb devices, like televisions or any device with a built-in camera and microphone, likes and shares on social media, along with what you watch, search for, type, post, even if you don't actually post it. It gathers everything. This is just to sell you a product. But they're actually selling you more than a product. They're selling you an idea. They're selling you an ideology. They're selling you a dogma. They're selling you a couple different kinds of dogma. Now, you can drink Coke. You can drink Pepsi. You can drink Fanta. Don't you want a Fanta? You can drink Sunkiss. You could drink bleach or miracle mineral solution. It doesn't really matter. They're all bad for you, they're all toxic to the body, they're all poisonous. One will kill you faster than the other one. Some will kill you slower than the other one. They're all pretty poisonous. So you can put on a blue tie or a red tie. You can be Black Lives Matter and fight for injustice and be a real-life civil rights leader. Or you can pick the letter of the day. The letter of the day is Q. And you can wear a Q and you can post comments under q posts online and share q drops and you can be a warrior to fight the pedophiles to me this all sounds like a virtual simulation it seems like a video game does it not it it, it just kind of seems like i'm scrolling through the introduction to this game like i'm opening up a new copy of uh, skyrim or oblivion right and i'm looking at what character do i want to play do i want to be and forgive me, I don't know all the names, but do I want to be like a Nord? It's like a Nord or a Nordic. Do I want to be a lizard? What Do I want to be an elf, a dark elf? What powers do I have? Maybe you're playing Mass Effect. You know, you want to be a human. You want to be an alien. You want to be a male, female. What kind of powers do you want? Do you want to be like a bionic? Do you want to be more like intellectual? You want to, like in Skyrim, do you want to be more charismatic? Or it's like Fallout. You want to be charismatic? Do you want to be more lucky? Maybe you'll find more coins. You pick, and you design the character, but there are millions of other people playing the game that are going to pick the exact same character and the exact same presets because there are only so many to pick. And there are a large number of variances in terms of the appearance of the character because you can change all that, but ultimately, you're going to have millions of people playing as a a tech, millions of people playing as a lizard, millions of people playing... As whatever the other options are. And you're all playing the same storyline. And although it might end differently, there are only so many storylines. And there are only so many parts you can play. But there are just enough that you can go back and play many times and experience all these different conclusions. But ultimately, the game ends. And there's a whole world that existed before it, during it, and after it. You just can't see it because you're immersed in the game. And you can't go anywhere by yourself because in order to go somewhere by yourself, everybody else has to come with you. You have to go with everybody else. You have to have the game turned on to participate. You have to be logged online with other people that are logged online to have an Internet connection in order to participate. Where we go one, we go all. Learning from simulations that are fed real-world data input allows for computers to build models of society that could be used for further testing of artificially programmed events. And from this information, machines can learn to avoid human errors and also learn weaknesses that could be employed for offensive purposes. Purdue University has something called the Sentient World Simulation. The Synthetic Environment for Analysis and Simulations Laboratory runs this thing. With a constant processing of information from every single person, man, woman, and child, It's always searching for behavior patterns while producing and continuously running updated mirror models of the real world that can be used to produce and evaluate future events and courses of action. What I mentioned earlier, a SOCI, or Self-Organizing Collective Intelligence, is an artificial intelligence system that has the ability to gather information that is then fed in a loop with the public where thought is stimulated before returning to the machine. Newly gathered information can then be utilized to feed the users what they want to hear, what they want to see, which in turn feeds new information into the system that continues to grow from this interaction. The phenomena of QAnon is a prime example of this feedback looping and an S-O-C-I. QAnon is a lot of things, but QAnon, which as a thing, represents a top-secret element within government with Q-clearance that acts anonymously to leak information to the public. Whatever this QAnon is, it leaks this information that needs to be decoded, therefore putting you in charge, making you a special individual who has secret information. Only you can decode it. Q, or whatever Q is, they reveal nothing much more than what the public and certain communities desire to be true, already believe, or want to believe. This may pertain to extraterrestrial disclosure or the crimes of high-level government officials. It is less than surprising that before Q became popular and formed a cult of decoding followers, there was mention of something similar by former CIA director David Petraeus. I wrote this in my book, The Technological Elixirs, on the website at thesecretteachings.info. You can get a copy when you subscribe to the archive. It's only $40 for the month of January. You get this book if you'd like this book, or I have a cult arcana or a food philosophy. You also get all the books in digital form and access to all the montages like the one we played tonight. It's only $40 and it supports the show and the network. And you can read in this book about what David Petraeus said back in 2012. He gave a talk for an American nonprofit venture capital firm, N-Q- Tel, based in Arlington, Virginia, very close to the CIA headquarters in Langley. The name of the firm, of course, would probably seem circumstantial until you read what David had to say about computer learning and growth, and this is what David had to say. The current Internet of PCs will move, of course, toward an Internet of Things, of devices of all types, 50 to 100 billion of which will be connected to the Internet by 2020, as you know, whereas machines in the 19th century learned to do, and those in the 20th century learned to think at a rudimentary level, in the 21st century, they are learning to perceive, to actually sense and respond, end quote. That's a self-organizing collective intelligence. That's the nq conference. David Petraeus goes on to discuss nanotechnology, uh, nanotechnology. And he talks about what he calls items of interest to be located, identified, monitored and remotely controlled through technologies such as radio frequency identification sensor networks that are tiny embedded servers and energy harvesters all connected to the next generation Internet using abundant, low cost and high powered computing. From this computing will come cloud computing in many areas, greater and greater supercomputing and ultimately leading to quantum computing. Do you see where we're going with this? Quantum computing in Q. Now, of course, it should not be lost on anybody who's paying attention loosely even. Even if you hear me in the background, that we're dealing with a grouping of technology and companies and intelligence officials gathering at a conference called Q relating to intelligence with reference to David's statements at the event that quantum computing is advancing rapidly, we're advancing rapidly towards quantum computing. And therefore, QAnon is likely not some person or group of people with Q-level access, but instead a highly developed AI or SOCI system. And not only thinks, but also has learned to perceive what the public wants. What it is you desire. What do you want? And therefore, how to sense what is desired in order to formulate a response. Now, a couple of years ago, IBM revealed in 2019 that they are releasing their first commercial quantum computer, called, unsurprisingly, the IBM Q System 1. QAnon could more precisely be referred to as a quantum anonymous, a QAI non, or what I choose to call it, QA nonsense. I'm Ryan Gable, and this is The Secret Teachings on the Fringe FM. There's more after this. Where we go, one, we go, fall. Q was not an outgrowth of anti deep state, anti globalist rhetoric and ideology. It wasn't pro America or pro Trump, it was the opposition to all of it. It's another cog in the wheel of psychological warfare waged. By technocrats and intelligence officials, a counterintelligence operation like Operation Trust or the Hundred Flowers Campaign, a 21st century form of flower power. And it duped a lot of people. And I imagine it'll continue to dupe people long after it's been totally and absolutely obliterated based on its false predictions that President Trump remains president on the inauguration day of the President of the United States of America. And all the mass arrests, oh, they're coming. They're just going to be for people that supported Q. But it doesn't matter. Follow the plan. Power will be granted to people of low self-importance to have secret information, to be code breakers and fight bad guys as part of a secret society of white hats and a global or galactic alliance. A real-life virtual video game real-life LARPing, live-action role-playing. Where we go one, we go fall, the hive mind. This is The Secret Teachings. More after this. Don't go anywhere.
4: This is KTLK Digital Broadcasting, where the normal and paranormal collide. It's The Fringe FM.
7: All three books can be purchased on the website at thesecretteachings.info, where you can read reviews from other authors and radio hosts around the world. Just visit thesecretteachings.info.
2: the Fringe FM. This is Jess Rogie from the Rogie Report News, and I literally sift through hundreds of articles a week to bring you the
6: best in fringe news. Check out the Rogie Report News here on The Fringe FM.
0: You can't handle the truth!
3: For all of you who supported the secret teachings in 2020, I want to sincerely say thank you. And to begin 2021 here in the month of Janus, year of the ox and the year of revelations you can still subscribe to our entire show archive while getting access to the montages and all of my digital books the old and new you'll also get a free physical copy of one of my books shipped in the united states for free Autographed if you'd like. Just visit www.thesecretteachings.info and click on the Donate Subscribe option at the top of the page. You get the archive, montages, digital books, and a physical book for only $40. You can also use this deal to renew your subscription for another year. Use the website or our PayPal email rdgable at yahoo.com. You can also use this email if you have any questions or to reach out to us for any reason. Your support helps guide the show, the network, and yourself. And we look forward to another year of The Secret Teachings right here on The Fringe FM.
0: Hi, this is Dave Cruz of Beyond the Strange, and you're listening to Ryan Gable of The Secret Teachings right here on The Fringe FM.
1: Join me on a journey where getting lost is the only true destination. Where happiness is an illusion. Here,
0: where the past
1: present and future all co- coexist on the same timeline welcome to a future where our true re- reflection is only revealed once the screen goes dark welcome to the darkness i hope you find it
3: enlightening this transmission is coming to you from the space between heaven and hell it's ktlk digital broadcasting the Fringe FM.
1: Welcome to Midnight Q. Tonight we're going to enjoy the smooth jazz of... As the uh, fog
5: of mayhem dissipates, the full picture of the terror, of the crisis that took place in the nation's capital on Wednesday is coming to focus.
0: We are fighting for good. We are at war. Today's letter of day is... Ha Q! Yeah, right, yeah, and start words like
4: Q and on. I don't know much about the movement other than I understand they like me very much.
0: What does the number 17 mean? Q. That just means Q. It's the, it's the 17th letter of the alph- alphabet. It's a lot more simple than I thought it would be. The war is already happening now The mass arrests.
2: I know nothing about QAnon. I do know they are very much against uh, pedophilia. <laughs>
6: Have you felt it? QAnon were out in full force at In the last few months, a bizarre conspiracy theory has taken root firmly on the fringes of the American world. Where we go one. On. Where we go on, we go home. These people are taking an oath to QAnon. A mishmash of conspiracy theories, which holds Donald Trump as a
0: savior of the world. I understand they like me very much. Have faith. We are in control. Patriots, Patriots Day. Have faith. You were chosen for a reason. You are being provided the highest level of intel to ever be dropped publicly in the history of the world. Use it. Where we go one, we go all.
7: A matter of
4: really important to understand about the Q movement. It is not just local to the United States. It is all over the globe because what it deals with is corruption at the highest levels of government. We
0: affirm our protection. We affirm our trust in a goodness that supersedes flesh. That is not ruled by powers and principalities, but by the grand true vision of unity and oneness. For where we go one, we go all. And so it
5: is. Of the terror the crisis that took place in the nation's capital is coming into focus much of what we saw silly costumes people taking selfies and grabbing the speaker's lectern
0: today's letter of day Is ha ha Q! Yeah, it's start words like Q and on. We are fighting for good. We are Anonymous. Welcome to Midnight Q. We affirm our trust in a goodness that supersedes flesh. Q from where we go one, we go all. And so it is. We are Q. We are Legion. United as one, divided by zero, divided
3: by two Expect us divided by Q.
0: And so it is.
3: I'm Ryan Gable. And you're listening to the secret teachings on the Fringe FM. Where we go, one, we go, fall. QAnon is the magical apparatus of the right end of polarity, like BLM is the magical arm of the left end of polarity. See, QAnon was not an outgrowth of anti swamp, anti deep state, pro American sentiment, or even pro Trump sentiment. It was the opposite. It was opposition to it. The mass arrests were of its supporters and its information was focused on hope, false accusations, and lies. False associations with things that can be proven with things that cannot be proven. Vague generalities. The following of a plan was meant to disarm dissent like the flower power movement. It was meant to find malcontents like the 100 Flowers campaign in communist China. And it was a counterintelligence operation in the shadow of Operation Trust. In early 1920s, Bolshevik Russia. On both ends of polarity, one may select their team, their logo, their dogma and what they stand for. It's a live-action role-playing game where one may fight social injustice or pot-belly pedophiles, a virtual reality dominated by artificial intelligence bots and algorithms. Where we go one, we go all into a hive mind and sophisticated psych warfare into a cult of ideological possession that dominates virtually all dogmatic beliefs. And so it is. QAnon. Not an outgrowth of opposition to globalism, but support of globalism. Justification to crack down on all dissent because, well, there are crazy terrorists, and there are people that believe in very sick, disturbing things. And it's meant to get rational people who don't support it. And I'm not saying if you've supported it or if you believe it that you're not rational. Some people are very rational. What I'm saying is it's meant to get people outside of Q, outside of the cult, Q-U-L-T, to say, that's insane. I thought that there were corrupt politicians, and I thought that there was maybe human or child trafficking And I thought that there was election fraud and I thought that things in the world just weren't right. But after seeing what these Q people believe, I might have to step back and not think that anymore. I I think I was misled. Therefore, it's not just those who participate in Q. It's those who were on the fringe of Q, those who were on the outside of Q, who said, This is really dangerous. Don't be a part of this. There's something wrong here. This isn't right. QAnon is a scam. QAnon is a bot. QAnon is AI. QAnon is a SOCI system. QAnon is psych warfare. QAnon is Operation Trust. QAnon is the 100 Flowers campaign. QAnon is flower power. QAnon is meant to get you to lay down your brain. It's meant to give you this perception of power as someone fighting for injustice to save the children, to defeat the pedophiles, in the same way that Black Lives Matter gives people the perception of power, the illusion of power that they're fighting for black people, that they're fighting for injustice, which not only is statistically and culturally offensive for a number of reasons, but it's racially offensive because Most of the Black Lives Matter supporters are white liberals who claim to speak for black folks. And we know historically there were people who claimed to speak for black folks in the same way that there were people that claimed to speak for any group of people. They were called slave masters. You don't have to be black or white. That's how we perceive slavery. That's not slavery. Slavery comes in a variety of forms. Slavery comes in the form of Q. You can't think for yourself, and you wait for Q drops. Q will tell you what to do and when to do it. If Q doesn't say to do it, if Q doesn't suggest that you do it or imply that you do it with vague general comments, then you need to sit back and follow the plan. Just shh. Just shh. Do what Q tells you to do. Oh, there's mass arrests coming, all right. But those mass arrests are for you. They're for Q supporters. It made everybody think that they were code breakers. You're a code breaker. You deciphered the code. Congratulations. You'll be remembered forever for deciphering the Rosetta Stone of conspiracy. QAnon. Had it all figured out. QAnon was giving you all this secret information. Wow! How did you get a copy of those declassified documents? How is it possible that YouTube Scammer 47 got secret information, but high-level government officials who are corrupt to the core didn't know that YouTube Scammer 47 or Conspiracy Chick... On YouTube that they have information on them how did they know that but how did the people that have these things to hide how did they not know that the Alliance and that the White Hats had all this secret information on them I remember David Wilcock made a claim you know the author and the, the speaker and the the New Age guru he made a claim that White Hats had arrested members of the cabal But they had to let them go because the cabal had blackmail on them. So that made me question, when I heard him say that about a year ago, the validity of all the Q stuff, because if the mass arrests are supposed to take place by these wonderful white hats, but the cabal has all these secret documents on the alliance, then why does the alliance even fight? They just let them go because they have blackmail? What does that matter? The alliance is in charge, right? They're taking him to Guantanamo Bay, right? I mean, if anything, we can give Barack Obama credit for part of Q. Could we not? Because Obama is the one who dumped about $50 million into Guantanamo Bay. So Obama refurbished Guantanamo Bay so that he could then live there. Is that the theory now? See, here's what's going to happen to QAnon. This is my drop, okay? This is an R drop. This is a G drop, the Ryan Gable drop. Let me tell you what's going to happen to Q. QAnon is going to fracture. It's going to splinter. One group of people are going to say that QAnon was never wrong. QAnon was infiltrated by bad actors, the deep state, the cabal, maybe foreign governments. And those people that infiltrated Q used the platform to publish disinformation. The real Q never said that Donald Trump would be president for four more years. The real Q never said anything about mass arrests, or at least to the level that people have suggested or implied or spoken directly about. QAnon only made certain claims or certain drops, and then Q was taken over. Q was hijacked by malicious, bad actors, by malcontents of the Q movement. Another group of Q supporters are going to realize they were duped. Another group of Q supporters are going to realize, hey, we were duped pretty bad. And they're going to be really embarrassed by it. And they're either going to do one of two things. They're going to support it still in whatever direction it goes, and there'll be many splintered directions, or they're going to just disassociate and remove themselves entirely from Q. Be embarrassed for a little bit, get over it, come back to reality, and then probably take up one of a number of different cult ideologies that are, if they were Q supporters, probably on the right another group of Q supporters are probably going to say that Q was actually right the whole time. And what Q was saying was all true. It was just misinterpreted. And like a prediction that the world is going to end on a certain day at a certain time and then it doesn't happen and then these $2 preachers that are actually millionaires... But they're cheap preachers. They're not men of God. They're men of the dollar. They say, we made a miscalculation. And so the Q people are going to probably say, the ones that go in this direction, that Trump did win the election. Trump is still president. He's going to operate the government from secret. And Biden and the White House and the mainstream media, that's all an illusion. And I'd agree with that statement. That is all an illusion. It's an illusion when Trump was in office for the most part, but it's all an illusion. But Trump is still in charge. He's going to operate the government from secret. And the cabal knew that they lost, so the alliance traded them the perception of power for the real power. So Trump's in control. Q is in control. But Biden and the White House and all the things you see visually all that is an illusion of power because the real power operates behind the scenes, which is an incredible, incredible symbolic theory, if it turns out to be true, because that's basically what was happening through Trump's entire presidency and every American presidency and in any government anywhere in the world. There's always a power behind the scenes, so it seems logical that that might be one of the claims. Hugh could go down any of these... Roads. Some of it might go away. Some of it might splinter. Some of it might turn into Trump. Actually, one, Q was right or Q was wrong. Q was infiltrated. You'll hear all of this. And I'm telling you that not because I'm smart, but because I read patterns and because it just kind of sounds like common sense. And I don't need to be right. I hope everything that I just said is wrong. I hope Q just kind of disappears and goes away. And it's unfortunate because Q has this association that it's opposition to all the things that are bad. And if I want Q to go away, then I want the bad things to win. If I want the alliance to go away, I want the cabal to win. But here's a newsflash. This isn't a video game. It's not a video game. Okay? I, I can't just decide when I wake up tomorrow, hmm, do I want to play as BLM and fight social injustice or do I want to fight pedophiles and be Q? Hmm. Oh, I can pick the raised fist if I'm BLM. That'll look cool on my uniform. Or I can pick the Q logo and I can make it in fire or I can make it red. That'll be cool. And then I can pick my dogma. Q was really right the whole time. Q was really wrong. BLM is saving black people. But they won't talk about the destruction of black families outside of that. They won't talk about how abortion is now the leading cause of death, and I'm not pro or anti-abortion. I'm on a case-by-case basis because I think for myself, and they won't tell you that black babies are aborted at a rate of like 2 to 1 or 3 to 1 in some places, and it's the leading cause of death for black folks, but they won't tell you that. No, BLM is fighting the, the white power with a big raised commie fist. They're Che Guevara revolutionaries. Go get those Nazis. And then they go fight in the game. And then it's like Tekken. Three, two, one, fight. That's what this whole thing feels like to me. And other people, they're like, put the cue on. And they follow their leader, Donald Trump, into battle. No matter what the guy does, he is still a superstar. He can't be defeated. He is invincible. It's kind of like when you play one of those war games, right, and it's a story-driven game and the map. It's not really open world, and you could, like, shoot your teammates in the game, but they don't die because it's just not programmed that way. Or like in Skyrim, you could try to kill some characters, but you can't actually kill them because they're so integrated into the storyline that you can't kill them you maybe maybe you, you might get arrested or something for shooting them with an arrow but you could shoot them with an arrow right in the head and there's an arrow sticking out of their head and the guards just come arrest you or you have to pay a fine but you can't actually kill the character that's how people see donald trump he's invincible he can't be defeated i mean these people are like the guy in the titanic as the boat is sinking saying god can't sink this ship all right and as it's breaking apart, and the lights go out, and that guy falls down in the center of the ship and smacks his head off of one of the rows of uh, rows of wood, smacks his head off one of the floors. People are still holding on as the ship is totally vertical, and there's freezing water below, and people are drowning around them, and the ship is sinking quick. And they say, "Don't worry, Hugh's got to trust the plan. Trust the plan." This ship is still floating. It's sinking, but it's, it's half full, you see. It's not half empty. The glass isn't empty at all. The glass is totally full. You just put your hand up and covered part of the water, and you only see half of it. So remove your hand and decode everything, and you'll figure out Q's really in control, Q's really in charge. No, what you'll actually find out is it's a live-action role-playing game for Black Lives Matter, for fight fascism, for all the anti-fascist, pussy-hat-wearing women march groups. It's really just a live-action role-play game. You know? Because a real woman is confident in herself, and a real woman is attractive and attracted to a real man who's confident in himself. People that can respect each other and build on the masculine and feminine energies that they both have and they both share. The pussy hat wearing women march communist groups and the QAnon fighting the deep state pedophile cults. All these people are participating in the same psychological warfare experiment. And it really is an experiment because nothing of this nature has been tried With such a a, a prolific dissemination of information, it's so widely available with such an incredible technological apparatus to control people's minds. it has never been attempted before. And it'll get more advanced tomorrow, and the next day, and the next day, and the next day, and the next day. And then in SpongeBob, the phone rings. Phone call, Mr. Plankton. And the next day, and the next day, and the next day, And the next day, and the day after that, and the day after that, and the day after that. Where we go one, we go all into a hive mind and sophisticated psychological warfare, into a cult of ideological possession that dominates virtually all dogmatic beliefs. And if you stand in the middle and you say, I don't support Black Lives Matter, they say, you're a racist bigot. Even if you're black, they say, you're Uncle Tom. And if you don't support QAnon, they say, you like pedophilia. You hate the president. You hate America. And if I am an American... And I like America, and I support the republic and the constitution, and I can recite federal law, and I understand the rule of law, and I understand common law, and I understand the rights of all men, women, children, and everything in between, no matter what you are, where you come from, what you look like, what you believe, what kind of sex you like, it doesn't really matter. They say, no, you're not. You're just opposition to what we believe because you are fighting with the enemy. You are the psych warfare. You try to pretend like you're one of us. You're not one of us. You're the opposition to what we represent. Q warned us about you. Don't worry, folks. Let me tell you something right now. JFK Jr., he's coming back. Yeah, there's a picture of him on the beach. And JFK Jr., he's really QAnon. I mean, literally, they got millions of people to believe that JFK Jr. was coming back from the dead he never actually died and the proof was a picture on a beach of a guy in a suit and nobody thought hmm we can just look at the metadata when was this photo taken uh, where was it taken nobody thought about that I thought about it when people showed it to me but they told me oh you just don't get it Ryan you don't get it JFK Jr.'s coming out on the uh, 4th of July I had people tell me that lots of people tell me that he didn't come out on the 4th of July and well it's because we talked about it well stop talking about it then Oh, it's because, well, well, you know, the deep state, they're really cracking down on Trump. And you know what Trump is? Trump is a guy who likes cheeseburgers, money, and women. All right? And he likes America. And he's an average guy. And he's a little bit of an actor. And that's just, that's what Donald Trump is. He's not what you think he is. He's not a racist, I don't think, or a sexist or a bigot. He's just like a classical, stereotypical, overweight American. And maybe that's why people don't like him. Maybe they don't like him because he just kind of speaks off cuff and doesn't really abide by his script. Maybe people don't like Trump because they've been programmed not to like him. Maybe people do like Trump because they've been programmed to like him. Maybe Trump was a checkmate. Maybe Trump wasn't someone you elected, but someone the globalist technocratic elite elected in order to coerce you and usher you in to a great reset. Maybe it was a scam, a sham the whole time. It was a big griff. A big club that you're not in. Ooh, and they grifted you into a virtual simulation of sophisticated psychological warfare dominated by a hive mind of collective ideological cult members who couldn't think for themselves if their lives depended on it. And a lot of people literally couldn't if their lives depended on it. And now the mass arrests are coming for people that supported Q. It's pretty scary. That level of psychological warfare and how long it's been waged and how many people have been absorbed into it. I'm glad I didn't get sucked into it. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings on The Fringe FM. There's more after this. You could listen to this.
0: And again, you know, people say David has no evidence. David has no evidence, but... (laughs)
1: Or if that's not enough and you want a practical look at food, lifestyles and ingredients, even those in your pet food, with free solutions to better health, then check out Food Philosophy. All three of these books are available in soft cover or PDF at www.thesecretteachings.info. That's where you can read reviews, see pictures and even order yours today it not only supports the secret teachings and fringe fm but most importantly it supports you
3: for all of you who supported the secret teachings in 2020 i want to sincerely say thank you and to begin 2021 here in the month of Janus, the year of the ox and the year of revelations you can still subscribe to our entire show archive while getting access to the montages and all of my digital books, the old and new. You'll also get a free physical copy of one of my books shipped in the United States for free, autographed if you'd like. Just visit www.thesecretteachings.info and click on the Donate Subscribe option at the top of the page. You get the archive, montages, digital books, and a physical book for only $40. You can also use this deal to renew your subscription for another year. Use the website or our PayPal email, rdgable at yahoo.com. You can also use this email if you have any questions or to reach out to us for any reason. Your support helps guide the show, the network, and yourself. And we look forward to another year of The Secret Teachings right here on The Fringe FM.
0: They all say the same thing. They're all like, you know, over the last four years, everything good that happened was because of us. And we would have done more good stuff if it wasn't for those guys. And then they, the Democrats go, oh, we did all the good stuff. <laughs> it's like you're all working for the same guy.
3: You are hearing the sound between that which is above and that which is below. It's KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM.
0: And so are we, KTLK, Digital
4: Broadcasting, The Fringe FM.
7: This is The Secret Teachings. If you'd like to contact the show, email Ryan at rdgable at yahoo.com or find him on Facebook at facebook.com slash Teachings.
0: Howdy, this is Joe
1: Mars, the New York Times bestselling author of Crossfire, Rule by Secrecy,
2: Rise of the Fourth Reich, and my latest one, Our Occulted History. And you're listening to The Secret Teachings.
1: Welcome to Midnight Q. Tonight we're going to enjoy the smooth jazz of As the uh, fog
2: of mayhem
5: dissipates, the full picture of the terror of the crisis that took place in the nation's capital on Wednesday is coming into focus.
0: We are fighting for good. We are at war. Today's letter of day... Is ha! Q! That right! Yeah! It start words like...
4: QAnon. I don't know much about the movement other than I understand they liked me very much.
0: What does the number 17 mean? Q. That just means Q. It's the, it's the 17th letter of the al- alphabet. Well, this is a lot more simple than I thought it would be. The war is already happening now, the mass arrests.
2: I know nothing about QAnon. I do know they are very much against uh, pedophilia. <laughs>
6: Have you felt
0: it? Orders of Q were out
6: In the last few months, a bizarre conspiracy theory has taken root firmly on the fringes of the American Union. Where we go on, we go on. Where we go once, we go all. These people are taking an oath to QAnon. A mishmash of conspiracy theories, which holds Donald Trump as a
0: savior of the world. I understand they like me very much. Have faith. We are in control. Patriots, Patriots Day. Have faith. You were chosen for a reason. You are being provided the highest level of intel to ever be dropped publicly in the history of the world. Use it. Where we go one, we go all.
7: The ladder.
4: really important to understand about the Q movement, it is not just local to the United States, it is all over the globe, because what it deals with is corruption at the highest levels of government. We
0: affirm our protection, we affirm our trust in a goodness that supersedes flesh, that is not ruled by powers and principalities, but by the grand true vision of unity and oneness, for where we go one, we go all, and so it is.
5: Of the terror, the crisis that took place in the nation's capital is coming to focus. Much of what we saw, silly costumes, people taking selfies, and grabbing the speaker's lectern.
0: Today's letter of day is, ha Q. Yeah, it start words like Q and QAnon. We are fighting for good. We are Anonymous. Welcome to Midnight Q. We affirm our trust in a goodness that supersedes flesh. Q. From where we go one, we go all. And so it is. We are Q. We are Legion. United as one. Divided by zero. Divided by
3: yeah. expect us. Divided by Q.
0: And so it is.
3: And so it is. Divided by divided by QAnon. What is QAnon? Where did QAnon come from? People have been debating that for months and for years. Many think it's a crazy right-wing conspiracy, and therefore they reject it because they're not on the right and others accept it fully because they believe it's right-wing truth, and they do it because they reject the left. But that's the political nature of QAnon. Others turn it into a more esoteric, mystical, cryptic thing, where information that is dumped by Q then has to be decoded and it has to be analyzed by people on the Internet, Facebook sleuths and YouTube intelligence officials, that access this information that is very secret, that's blackmail, that can really put powerful people in danger. And although Jeffrey Epstein gets killed because he was an asset for the intel community who was burned as a result of that, so he wouldn't speak, and you hear nothing about his partner Ghislaine, the Mossad representative, with her father, a former Mossad agent, intelligence agencies in Israel and the UK and the United States working together to blackmail politicians. You don't hear a lot about that. And people like QAnon supporters who have all this information, this secret data, they don't get hanged in their jail cell. They get to continue to make YouTube videos. And although Twitter might crack down and Facebook might crack down and they might go aggressively after these social media accounts and shut down things that the FBI or that Facebook and mark zuckerberg think are dangerous to democracy and dangerous to society they might go and do that but that doesn't mean that they're doing it because they actually think it's dangerous they're doing it because it's justification whether or not it's organic or not to censor people president has been removed from social media accounts Presidential speeches in the last few weeks have not even been carried by mainstream or even mostly alternative media, minus a few sources like InfoWars. No matter what you do, no matter what you say, the ability of a handful of people, it seems like, to think for themselves is thwarted by a mass majority or a masked majority on all sides of any given spectrum, their inability to think for themselves or to believe that they are heroes in some fight against pedophilia or social injustice. Now, when I say that, it doesn't mean that I feel that I'm superior, that I can think more for myself. I'm only saying that in context with tonight's topic, where we go one, we go fall. I don't like ideologies that are collective that are hive minds. I don't like to go in the direction of the herd or the mob. I don't care if the mob is blue, red, yellow, green, purple, or orange. I just like to support my free thoughts as they flow. And One of the thoughts that came to me at break was, wonder if QAnon is really the five-dimensional chess. Or is it six-dimensional? Because QAnon not only is going to, as we've already started to see it a little bit, splinter. And I explained my theory in the last segment of what I think that will mean, that QAnon will, part of it will disappear. Others will claim Q was infiltrated. Others will claim that Q was actually right the whole time and Trump's still running the government and it's all an illusion and the alliance made a pact with the deep state to give them the White House in exchange for the true power. So it'll split. And uh, a lot of it will probably go away and other parts of it will be used to justify more censorship and mass arrests of the people that thought they were supporting the mass arrests of pedophiles and child abusers and things like that, right? That's where the mass arrests are coming from. But what QAnon is, is a sophisticated form of psych warfare and this psych warfare, whether it, is in the form of Q or something else, is an energy that far beyond the political, and far even, you could argue, beyond the parapolitical, it's not even parapolitical per se, per se. It's, it's metaphysical, uh, like Black Lives Matter is. It's really black magic that matters. QAnon is a magical cult. They might not pour out libations to spirits or hope the blood of the fallen intoxicate the spirits, but they do believe that Trump is a god. They do believe that Trump is invincible. And they do believe that Trump cannot be defeated. And therefore, this delusion will proceed long after Trump is removed from office. And I'm thinking, in this five-dimensional chess game, because the U.S. House of Representatives has voted for the second time to impeach Donald Trump so that he can't run for office again after his term is expired, I think... That five-dimensional chess might include the fact that this exposure of Q and the way that it's been exposed is part of the PSYOP and that there are more levels to this. So when I say I can think for myself and a lot of other people that support Q cannot, that doesn't mean I'm more intelligent or more aware. I'm simply trying to stay one step ahead of the collective hive. It doesn't mean I understand or I get everything. Because the way that I see it is QAnon has adapted. And although I didn't believe what Q, whatever it is or was or whatever, said at the beginning. And I didn't believe it two years ago, last year or last month. And I surely don't believe it this month. I never believed any of this stuff. I've been speaking in opposition to Q and saying it was AI. It was a bot. It was a soci. It were a group of people like Anonymous Online, just faceless characters. I think it's all of that. I think it's more. I think it's a combination of many things. I think it's interference by foreign intelligence agencies and foreign governments in both American politics and in the American system as a whole, culturally, economically, etc. But I think it also plays out in other countries. And I think that there are other versions of Q that will manifest. And I think that not just the splintering of Q, but other versions of Q, other counterintelligence operations like Operation Trust, other hundred flower campaigns, other forms of flower power movements. There's no doubt they'll they'll manifest. But in the world of 5D chess, perhaps the exposure of Q in this way to witness Q supporters being rounded up and prosecuted. To witness the mass arrests occurring to the very people who thought they were fighting with zip ties. To arrest the perverts and the pedophiles and the corrupt. Perhaps they just got the wrong location. Perhaps they should have went to Comet Bing Bong Pizza. That's in Washington, right? Not to the Capitol, zip ties. But ultimately, how many people actually did that? Like a few people? How many people were violent? Like an even smaller amount? How many people were outside peacefully demonstrating that were just legitimate Trump supporters that weren't anything but proud Americans or anything but Republicans? Why aren't they talked about? Where are your supporters at? No, you get ignored for the extremism of the left supporting the perceived extremism of the right. Or the extremism of the right supporting the perceived extremism of the left. You know, not everything the left says is extreme. If I were running for office, I would campaign on a platform to stop fracking. Fracking is so detrimental to the environment. But that doesn't mean I'd ever support the open-legged Kamala Harris or the husk of a, a demonically possessed guy like Joe Biden. Or that I don't like a guy who has a really bad orange tan. Uh, Stop with the associations and the fallacies and the false dilemmas and the false associations and the subjective point of view that the only thing that can save us, save us from what, I don't know, and save us how, I don't know, is a person. Because that borderlines, and in fact I think it crosses the border quite quite far into a religion. It's a mixture of New Age, mysticism, spiritualism, and really misled people who think that occultism and esotericism means they can bind a president, right? You have that on the left, a lot of TikTok witches. It's a mysticism of people who believe that Jesus has returned to save us from damnation and Trump is here to save us from damnation. We're looking to a savior externally. We're looking for vicarious atonement. And you're not going to get that through Trump. Uh, If anything, Trump is a a separate representation, a a Jesus-like representation that the power really resides in you. In fact, I think if I had to say anything good about Trump in that context, Trump kind of said that on a couple of occasions, didn't he? He said that he's doing what he's doing for you because you are in charge. You, you're the one that needs to do something about it. It's not in his power as president to do something. I, I agreed with those words. It's not his place as president to do something. It's your place. It, 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 it's your job. You're in charge. Q's not in charge. BLM's not in charge. Fight fascism's not in charge. Americans for Prosperity run by the Dirty Koch Brothers isn't in charge. The Dirty Filthy Neocons aren't in charge. The Dirty Filthy Neoliberals, the faux progressive liberals aren't in charge. The conservative Christians aren't in charge. You're in charge. Don't subscribe to one of these groups. They're cults. How could you say Jesus and conservatism is a cult? Well, let me tell you something. The way I see it is in my daily interactions, I tend to get along better with people who are conservative. Real, true conservatives. But I also believe in free speech, and I've yet to run across a conservative who doesn't believe in free speech, which was promoted historically more so by liberals. You know, at Berkeley, the same Berkeley where they protest because Milo and others want to do a talk and they don't want them to speak, so they shut them down and cancel them. Which makes me think that those aren't actual liberals and makes me think, well, these aren't, I don't, are these really, are these political parties? What are these? I, I think it's a lot of people that are just obsessed with identification. They don't know what to do unless they have an identification, they don't know what to do unless they have someone to lead them. That's okay, that's fine. Some people are leaders, some people are followers, and followers, if you are a follower, it doesn't mean that you're a bad person. I don't want to be in charge in every situation. I don't want to be a leader in every situation for a lot of different reasons. Sometimes you want to fly under the radar. There are a lot of people who feel like they're out of control, and so they turn to donkeys or elephants. So they turn to Q. They turn to BLM. These are the ways we fight back against the injustices in the world. And it leads to cities burning. It leads to more police being killed. You know, police that are actually minorities by whatever definition. It leads to calls to defund the police until the conservatives storm the Capitol. You mean like 50 people walked inside and there were millions outside having a good day. So then they wanted the police to come and shut them down. This article I mentioned at the beginning of the show, which reads, Attack on Capitol was beginning of an American insurgency counterterrorism experts are warned. The FBI is saying that this is likely the birthing of a violent American insurgency. And they're comparing it, according to retired Army General Stanley McChrystal, former head of Joint Special Operations Command in Iraq, They're comparing it to the Taliban and the Al-Qaeda. They're saying that the patterns of these insurgents are very, very similar. That These extremist movements recruit law enforcement and military communities to join their ranks. Well, maybe the military and the police just want to support something they see as pro-American. But you're not allowed to have that thought. This article says history also shows that when extremist movements coalesce around a, ch- a charismatic leader who focuses their anger and amplifies their narrative, a tipping point is reached where extreme rhetoric has often turned into violent action. Yeah, like Black Lives Matter and like some of the Q people. Yeah, there's no doubt Q people have been violent. So have Black Lives Matter, so have Antifa, and fight fascism. But what I do typically find is that a classical liberal who wants clean water and clean air and clean land and not to slaughter animals just to do it. They're generally pretty peaceful. They might be bourgeois, but the ones that don't support like globalist initiatives and the Great Reset and the restructuring of the entire planet for a more just and equal and fair society for the blacks that we care so much about, they're usually just like real liberals or just kind of like cool people. And real conservatives are just kind of cool people, and I can talk to both of them. And I'm saying conservative and liberal not in a political sense, but just in a sense of like perception of reality. Because conservatives are really liberal, because liberal, if you have a liberal idea, your liberal idea, if you just keep it liberal, is very conservative. And your conservative idea is kind of liberal to some people that are perhaps even more conservative. It's just a bunch of word magic, don't you see? Because if you go on the right, you're going to go one, and you're going to go all, and you're going to fall. And if you go on the left, you're going to go one, and you're going to go all, and you're going to fall. And if you try to go down the middle with both of these groups, you're going to go one, and you're going to go all, and you're going to fall. And if you try to create your own group, you're going to do the same thing. And the situation at hand—I mean, these people that are in charge and the people that are crafting the media and paying the bills and all that—I mean, these—they're like MacGyvers. They just use anything. They don't have to control the narrative from the beginning. They use anything to control reality. They use any kind of torture or acquiescent measure to force people to go one, to go all, into a hive mind of sophisticated psych warfare. You know that states are declaring emergencies and closing their capitals down because they're afraid of an insurgency. You know that Pol Pot, Mao Zedong, Joseph Stalin, Adolf Hitler, Winston Churchill, Franklin Roosevelt, Justin Trudeau, Barack Obama, all these leaders. Their their perception of what they did for their country was a good thing except for their political opposition. And except for their political opposition in the country and outside the country. What Hitler did for Germany was great. What Stalin did for some people in Russia was great. For others, it wasn't so great. You see what I'm getting at here? QAnon was not the outgrowth of an anti-establishment sentiment. It was the opposition to it. All the predictions and inside information that you knew, but nobody else in the cabal knew it, were only made credible by false associations. And hope. Hope. The mass arrests are of Q supporters. The following of a plan was meant to create passive resistance. It's a flower power movement, a 100 flowers campaign, a Bolshevik-style counterintelligence operation trust. And the power granted to people of low self-importance and other mental lapses, that they have secret information, they can be code breakers and fight bad guys in the deep state and the cabal as part of a secret society of white hats and a global galactic alliance is a real-life video game. It's live action role playing and it's a virtual reality where you can fight social injustice or fight pot belly pedophiles a virtual reality dominated by artificial intelligence bots and algorithms where we go one we go all into a hive mind of sophisticated warfare of the psychological kind into a cult of ideological possession that dominates every dogmatic belief system And that's what we do in the secret teachings We look at things from this point of view, one that's confusing to a lot of people. Tonight we've deciphered the Rosetta Stone of Conspiracy. I'm Ryan Gable, and this is The Secret Teachings. If you enjoy this show, if you like what we talk about, if you enjoy the mixture of content throughout the week, check out our website at www.thesecretteachings.info. Click on the Donate or Subscribe tab. Right now, we're running a special, and I do it all manually through the website, try to keep things simple. I don't like automated systems, so I try to do it as manually as possible. If you want to get access to all the shows, Monday through Friday, you can download them and stream them. All the montages, like the one we played tonight, and all of my books in digital form, including my old books that are no longer published. That's six total digital books. And you get a physical copy of one of my books. One of my books, the technological elixir has a lot of the information on Q in it, dealing with technology and other things, including UFO cults or a cult arcana or food philosophy. I'll autograph it for you and ship it as part of the cost. It's free in the United States. We can ship overseas though. It's only $40 for all that. When you subscribe it supports us, the network, and yourself. Just go to the website, www.thesecretteachings.info. Donate that $40 through PayPal. We'll create an account and get the book out to you as soon as possible. For those of you who have ordered books, they're in the process of being shipped at the moment. So I want to thank you for your patience and all of those, all of you who have signed up for The Secret Teachings in the last couple of weeks. In the last couple of months, of course, we try to give out people's names uh, as often as possible when we have an opportunity to do so. We have a lot of people who have signed up for the show in the last couple of weeks, and it really does support us. Uh, Tony, Lane, Julian, Scott, Clay, Troy, Daniel, Kyle, Natalie, Nels, Anna, Scott, Charles, David, uh, Mark, Christine, Kayvon, Gary, Dan, Rebecca, Jean, Jeffrey, Daniel, a- uh, Angel, Andrew. Uh, Emily, Pamela, Jacob, Derek, and the list just goes on and on and on. Thank you for supporting The Secret Teachings. Because of people like you, we can do this show five nights a week, and we can try, as best as possible at least, to be objective when so much of what we're surrounded by is subjective, collective, hive ideology, dogma. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. If you have any questions, rdgable at yahoo.com. That's rdgable at yahoo.com. Stay safe, stay informed, stay healthy, and stay tuned to The Fringe FM.
1: Time's up.